Fat Boy Show. Hey, this is the Fat Boy Show, and it's uh, the 1st of June. I hope you're excited about it being a new month. I don't know. Of course, not that a new month should be proof that things will be better, but there's just something that changes in the air. It just feels like a new vibe, you know, a new month. New month, new beginning, as they say. So maybe that's just a way of psyching ourselves to take a greater advantage of all the opportunities that are there. This is no time to slow down. We're almost at the halfway point of 2021. And if you haven't yet gotten your act together, the year might just leave you behind. Well, as a country, we still haven't gotten our act together, especially when it comes to healthcare. Our hospitals are poorly equipped, uh, poorly manned. Or shall I say, woman? <laughs> <laughs> Just to be, gen, you know, to be gender sensitive. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> I ain't here trying to get cancelled by feminists. Yeah. But uh, a lot of work needs to be done to get our hospitals to where the high standards are maintained. And I bring this up because Mengo Hospital is right now on the spot for allegedly causing the death of a Daily Monitor sports photojournalist, James Bugembe Senkubuge. Senkubuge, who was 52 years old, he died suddenly on Friday, less than 24 hours after he was booked at Mengo Hospital, which billed the family 10 million shillings, excluding 200,000 shillings, uh, which they billed as mortuary fees. Recounting his final hours of frame, Kasozi, a close friend, says Senkubuge blacked out at a garage in Mulago, where he had taken a car to be fixed. He was then rushed for first aid to a clinic near his home in Kawempe, but the clinic referred him to Mengo Hospital at uh, about 8 a.m. on Thursday. The hospital billed them 900,000 shillings on the spot in order to run a series of tests. Uh, surgery was recommended after it was discovered that he'd had a brain bleed. But hospital staff apparently refused to wheel him into the theater before a deposit of 2 million shillings was made, and yet he was visibly unresponsive. Senkubuge, unfortunately, never woke up from that surgery. Mengo Hospital has, however, washed its hands clean of the extortion allegations. It's sad. Um, I don't think something like this can ever happen. In most developed countries, the healthcare systems are advanced enough that at the very least, if it's an emergency situation, mm. you are treated and then they follow up afterwards with your insurance and everything else. Exactly, exactly. Um, but it, this is not the first time I hear of such cases, especially at hospitals like Mengo and many other private uh, hospitals in Uganda. They ask for money. It's like money is more important to them than saving life. It's so sad. And I thought the Mengo Hospital would be... You know, it's one of our historical hospitals. Mm. I think it was, uh, it must have been uh, established by missionaries. Mm, it was. And I think uh, the government, was, it's a government hospital, isn't it? It's, it owns to the Anglican Church. Mango Hospital? Yes. Mango belongs to the Catholic Church? No, Anglican, Anglican Church. Anglican Church. Uh, that's under the Church of Uganda, Namirembe Cathedral. And then Rubaga Hospital belongs to the Catholic. the Catholic Church. So this is very sad. So with the money coming in from uh, all these quarters, you would think that, you know, they wouldn't uh, essentially extort 
patients that are clinging to their lives. And uh, what's important here is that it was an emergency because the guy had apparently had a brain bleed. Mm. That's why they recommended surgery. So in events like that, saving life should be more important than collecting cash. While this is very tragic, of course, to some people, this might read as a signal to never take their patients to Mengo Hospital uh, because who knows, something like this might happen next time you have an emergency. Um, But sadly, every hospital has its own fair share of horror stories. Exactly. The other day I was seeing horror stories from uh, a case clinic. There is always a hospital that is going to be on the spot for this. Now, what does that tell you? That... All hospitals share a common ill that they need to get rid of. It's so sad. Even the private ones. Mostly uh, the private ones. Mostly the private ones. <laughs> when it comes to money, <laughs> now, when it comes to the public ones, mm. uh, then you won't find uh, doc- doctors. Okay, they'll be happy to serve you, but they either they won't have the equipment, they won't have the drugs, they won't have anything. Or the doctors the, will be unavailable or they will refer you to their clinics so that they can extort you. <laughs> yeah, so... It's a very sad uh, state of affairs when it comes to the healthcare system in Uganda. And now that, you know, we're facing a new wave of COVID and potentially a more dangerous uh, variant of it from what we're hearing, the one that uh, they say is also attacking the younger people, you know, the one thing you don't want is a healthcare system that's in such tatters because, you know, when people are rushed to hospital uh, for failing, failure to breathe, I wonder how many of them might end up losing their lives at this rate. Yeah. So it's a sad situation. And really, this is what the government needs to be concentrating on the most. You're listening to The Fat Boy Show.